the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening today to The Covenant Word with Reverend John Eniameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas, where we are touching heaven and changing earth. Today's teaching is on unity and diversity. Unity, according to the Bible, means oneness. As a body of Christ, we ought to be one. We are bound as one for the benefit of moving God's kingdom. Mark chapter 3, verse 25 reads, If a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. That means that house must be in unity to stand firmly. Jesus himself, the author and the finisher of our faith, said in Luke chapter 11, verse 17, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. Again, he is stressing the importance of unity. In Genesis chapter 11, the people were able to start building the tower because they were in unity until God confused their language. What is God telling us? Unity is very critical because when we as a team come together, we can thrive together. John Gordon writes that unity is the key and it is essential that everyone on a team is moving in the right direction. Again, unity. Here is Reverend John with the full message. Turn with me your Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 12. Today I'll be speaking on unity in diversity. Somebody say unity in diversity. Romans 12 verse 3, the Bible says, For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. There is nothing that kills unity than a person overthinking of themselves. There is nothing that kills unity than an inflated impression of oneself. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. Just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, somebody say in Christ, say it loud, in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the other members. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So that means, even though we are many, each one of us, we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to each other. Somebody shout glory. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesied, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. 
If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. You see that? To some people, the grace that God has given to them is what? It's given. It's given. They have it. It's a grace. Some people don't have the grace to give. Even if they have a billion dollars, they will not give. Even if somebody is dying and they have the means to do it, they will not. They would rather buy an extra purse they don't need. If it is to lead, they say grace for leadership. Let them do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, they should do it cheerfully. Now look at this. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted one to another in love. Honor one another. What? Do we have here. What did scripture say? Honor one another. What? Above yourselves. In love. Love your neighbor. Ask. But when it comes to honor. Honor another person above. Did you see the difference? There's a reason why I'm reading this scripture. Because we don't spend time to read scriptures. We want to analyze and exegete scripture. No. The scriptures is self-explanatory. Be devoted one to another in what? Okay, please, come on. You are in the church. Please, can you speak back to me? Be devoted to one another in what? And this is our amount of true love. Is that correct? Good. Honor one another. What? Above yourselves. If you are to treat someone with respect, with honor, give them even an honor that you don't give yourself. Make someone feel good that they are in your presence. Let someone not regret meeting you. How would you want people to talk about you? If you are going to speak good about yourself, then speak good about someone. If I speak better about somebody else, don't tear people down. Tell them, but don't tear people down. Say it again, don't tear people down. Look at that. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in what? In prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. What's the last phrase there? Everybody say it one to go. So hospitality needs to be practiced. If you don't practice it, you will never get better at it. Naturally, it is not in man's nature to help another man. You have to acquire the taste like sushi. It's acquired taste. You have not know what I'm talking about. To help, the only way to learn to help somebody is to help them first. Is somebody hearing me? So if we say we are in a church and we lift up our hands and speak in tongues, woo, moving, and we cannot help each other, our spirituality is nonsense. In fact, we are not spiritual because Jesus was talking about the 
the neighbor, right? The good Samaritan. And they asked, is he the priest? Is he the priest? Is he the Levite? Or is he the Samaritan that didn't even know anything about the church? And they said, who was the neighbor there? And it was the Samaritan. So listen to me. God does not care about when you gave your life to Christ. If you cannot care about the neighbor that is sitting next to you. May the Lord bless his word. In Jesus name. Please be seated. Unity represents the state of being united or joined as a whole. It means for a group of people coming together in mind, in soul, and in spirit to form a whole. Especially for us as it relates to the church. And so when I'm talking about unity, I'm talking about Christ-centered unity. I'm talking about unity in the body of Christ. I'm not just talking about unity abstractly. Unity of the spirit, which is very important to us, refers to a unity that is provided by the person of the Holy Ghost. Where it is the Holy Spirit that mediates the uniformity and the unity of our hearts. Or the togetherness, the wholeness, what is going on amongst us. The desire to walk with each other, to help each other, to stand with each other, to pray for each other. Mediated by the Holy Ghost. And the goal is to make us to become like Christ. Someone say to become like Christ. Unity is not a general sense of friendliness or camaraderie. Unity is not some form of aim or series of aims. Christ-centered unity means that we all have like minds. Someone say like minds. Like minds. It's not something that we aim to achieve for the sake of being united. No, 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 no. It's what we aim to become. So in unity, we become united because we choose to have the same mind. The goal is to become. It's not just to act like we're united. It's to become. Somebody say to become. We become who Christ wants us to be. And the Holy Spirit works in us as a whole. The spirit of unity starts within and works without. It is the power of the Holy Ghost conforming us into the image of the person of Christ. The Bible says though we are many, we are one body in Christ. So in the body we have different functions. The eyes, the hands, the feet. We are all part of the body of Christ. So we cannot say we are in the body, but we think differently. Everything in the body has to work together for the health of the body. So if you are in better covenant assembly of God, you work for the health of Bethel. You don't work against the health of Bethel. You cannot say, I want to do my own thing. No. We work together. So even sometimes you don't want to come. But because you know you don't belong to yourself, you belong to the body you show up. There are many times we love what we're doing, the work, we're trying to make money. Maybe there's so much money to be made that day. Why do you put a time to say, no, you know what, I'm done with this work, I'm going home? Because there are people that need you at home. It's not just staying at work and say, okay, now customers are coming. There are some businesses, customers show up at 6 p.m. 
And they say, you know what? We can pay cash right now. Now. But well, I got to go home. I got children that is depending on me. I love your money, but you have to come tomorrow. Because I'm going home. If I was self-conceited, I'm selfish, self-centered, I'll focus on only what benefits me, not the family. In the family of God, you don't focus on yourself alone. In the family of God, you focus on what benefits the body. When you pray, in your prayer life, it's not only about bless me, Lord. My prayer request. Your prayer should extend beyond you to some other person in the body that needs the miracle even more than you. If your prayer language has not expanded beyond you, you are not united with this body. If your prayer language is still about only me and you don't mention any other person apart from me, my family, my children, my uncles, my aunties, my in-law, my dog, you have a problem. That means you are still separated from the body. When Jesus was praying, Jesus spent more time praying for the disciples than praying for himself. We thank God that you have joined us today. We now have four services to serve your needs. The times are 8 a.m., 9.15 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.45 a.m. Join us during one of those times and experience the love of God like never before. Here is Reverend John continuing the message. When we worship God together, he guarantees answers to prayers. In fact, you yourself may not be able to pull down the presence of God. But whenever me and you call upon him together, God is compelled to show up. You didn't hear me, you didn't hear me. Let me tell you. In your personal space... In your personal space, you may find it very difficult to pull his presence down. Depending on what level you are spiritually. But the scripture guarantees us where two or three are gathered in what? That I am what? There in their midst. So that's a guarantee. That tells you how important worshiping together is. So when you hear somebody saying, I don't need to come to church. To have a fellowship with God. You are, you are not fellowshipping nothing. Hey, how do you fellowship? Do you fellowship by yourself? Just like a man that is talking to himself. You have schizophrenia. Your oppression and your mind. It, it just, it's just your own. You are just talking. <laughs> I'm coming. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not coming. I'm going. You can't do that. Matthew 18, 19. I tell you this. That if two of you on earth shall agree. How many of you? How many? How many? How many people do, does God need to move? How many? Two. Shall agree on where? On earth. As touching anything that they ask. It shall be done of them by my Father, which is in heaven. You can see how people on earth can regulate what is happening up there. Unity on earth unlocks the keys, the gates of heaven's blessings. Unto us, unity here. If this church will, in fact, just by united, some blessings that we didn't even deserve, all of a sudden the gates are open. You don't even need to say, Lord, show me the keys, show me the keys, give me the nuggets. No, 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 leave that. Just both of us agree, and God see agreement. 
I have a prayer need. Brother, would you just agree with me? God seeing that agreement, the heavens are open. Today, may the heavens be open over our lives. I thought your amen was going to be very strong. Yeah, yeah. Look at verse 19. Again, Jesus speaking, I say unto you, if two of you shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done of them by my Father in heaven. Look at verse 20. Verse 20 says, for where two, verse 20, for where two or three are what? Together in what? That is worship. In my name. There am I in the midst of them. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So if you are looking for where God will show up, so I just wish God will show up for me. Just look for two, three people gathered together. In his name. So you see, some people are quick to gather for drinks. No, no, no. I'm, I'm teaching unity now. Some people gather to gist. Some people gather to talk about other people. Not in his name. So the best opportunity of having God in their midst. Some prayers would have been answered if only they took advantage of that opportunity to gather in his name. That's why anytime people, I, I'm, when someone sits down to have a conversation with me, the first thing I do is, I say, let's pray first. Let's pray. Have you, how many of you have noticed that? Because I don't want to miss an opportunity for God to do something. Because each time I have an opportunity for God to show up where I am, a prayer request is answered. So in this new year, you don't, it's, you know, some people don't understand. Just, just think about it. Just think. Every one of us will carry unique grace. Do you agree? Don't talk to me. I'm not, if you miss this, I don't know what to tell you. Every one of us, we carry unique grace. So, Brother Porter, you carry unique grace. Different from what I carry. Sister Jolanda, you carry unique grace. So, each time I have an opportunity of relating with you in this house, relating with you in this house, relating with you in this house, I have an opportunity of tapping into a grace that is different every time. Some people in the body only talk to one person. And there are 300 graces that you should have been enjoying. I only, I only do my thing, you know. I only come to church. Hear the word. Peace out. Enter my car and go. They have missed, you, you, you'll be shocked. They, they have missed God in that service. Because they came for themselves. Whereas, where two or three are gathered in my name. In whose name did you come? Some people came in their name. How do I know that they came in their name? Because it's about the agenda. Sir, if I came to see you, the focus should not be what I want to see. The focus is what you have to tell me. That's why the prophet said, I will stand at my watch. And I will hear what he will say to me before I will reply him. So don't come to a church where God has graced with multiple blessings. And you miss opportunities of blessings. Opportunities all around. That's the power of us fellowshipping together. Psalm 103 says this, How good, behold, how good and pleasant. What does it mean of behold, how good and pleasant? How beautiful. 
for brethren to dwell together in what? In unity. The Bible says it is like the pressure. Please, once one thirty-three, Psalm one thirty-three. I need, I need the scriptures up so that the people can understand what I'm sharing today. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the bed, even Aaron's bed, and went down to the skirts of his garment. It's like the dew of Hermon, as the dew that descended upon Mount Zion. For there the Lord commands his blessing, even life forever. So when we are united as a church, the Lord says it is beautiful. God, so, so the church that God looks at on Sunday morning as a beautiful sight is a united church. Not the color of their clothes. Not the number of degrees that they have. God does not even look at the church building because God is spirit. So you could be in a very beautiful building but divided. Listen, when we worship God in unity, the fragrance that comes to God is a sweet perfume. But when we come to church, I have just spoken bad, God forbid, about somebody. And I'm coming to church to lift up my hand to worship. God is smelling something. Have you ever smelled something? It's a perfume. But mm, you're asking, what did you spray? He said, it's a very, it's a very expensive perfume. He said, it smells like shelters. <laughs> you know shelters? You don't know what shelters is. It smells like rain. It smells like rain. You know rain? You all don't know rain. Alright, okay. You all know rain? It smells like insecticide. You know insecticide? It's rain, right? Yeah. It smells like rain. That is praise. Does not mean it smells good. So when we, listen, that, I, I'm telling you this. Let me tell you this. You are not doing this house any good when you speak here. Of another person in this house. It will never make you righteous before God. Did you hear me? You didn't hear me. Pulling somebody down. Does not make you look good. Before God. It may make you look good before man. But child of God. It is not man that judges. It is God. Somebody hearing me? So it's not God to smell something beautiful. God spells something pungent. Then this is the way you confuse God. You now see the person. <laughs> Sister Angela. Oh, the Lord bless you. So the angel is confused like, what? Did you not just talk about this Sister Angela yesterday? And you are coming in front. So it is hypocrisy. If I say lie. And liars go to hell. You can see how disunity can cause problems in a church. So rather become like Jesus, will become something completely different. And it is because of these things. Let me tell you, I've seen some people that talk bad about church before non-church members. That act will never make them born again. Their blood 
God will require from your hand. I think it's Gandhi that said, I would have become a Christian. Right? If not that, I saw a Christian. And I saw the way they were behaving. Because when he went to London or England, someone had preached to him, so he decided to go to church. When he got to church, they told him, oh no, the color of your skin. The church for you is not here. The church is somewhere else. And so he said, well, if that is about Jesus, and that Jesus is divisive, he doesn't want them to have anything to do with it. And that is why he never became a Christian. Let me tell you, you cannot be a part of the body and hurt Jesus. You have listened to Reverend John teach us on unity and diversity. Reverend John defined unity as representing the state of being united or joined as a whole. This unity is all about Christ-centered unity, not such as the world gives. By that, he means Christians coming together in mind, in soul, and in spirit to form a whole, especially when it comes to the church. The teaching comes from Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 21. He taught us that if we are to emulate Christ, we must work together in unity as Christians, no matter what comes between us. Psalms chapter 133 verse 1 reads, How good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in unity. This is exactly what Reverend John has taught us today. God loves unity, and that's why it reads, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. Join us next week for another exciting and important message. If you feel this message has blessed you, let us know. Visit us at BethelCovenantAG.org or visit us on one of our social media platforms. Please don't forget that we are building a new sanctuary on 1604 and Braun in San Antonio, Texas. Continue to support us as we complete this sanctuary for God. No amount is too small or too big. We thank and appreciate you for your giving. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.